Hello, ghouls. Welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, the Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanting to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. But that's enough about real ghosts and ghouls. Midtown Mythos is an actual play horror and dark urban fantasy podcast. Join Brian and Noel as they continue to build on their world where magic is average and anxiety is healthy. So be sure to check out Midtown Mythos today. So today, I got a story I'm going to share with you. But first, we're going to check the Gmail. All right. Ghoul mail from the Gmail. All right, so this comes from the guys from Midtown Mythos. They were kind enough to share this experience with us. Uh, this is titled The Ghost in the Adult Store. So before I get into this, uh, you do not need to cover your ears. There is nothing X-rated about this story at all. It just happens to take place in an X-rated store. So I don't believe in ghosts, but I find the idea of ghosts in haunting interesting. And I love watching those terrible ghost shows when I get a chance to. But one night, while working alone, something happened that I simply cannot explain. I hadn't been sleeping well. I was tired and frustrated at having to work alone yet again. Doing a work of two people with no extra compensation. It was early in the morning, 1 or 3.30. We had set up times for doing walks where we'd walk through the different apartments, which is why I have an idea of the time. I was in the very back of the DVD department, which was divided into two rooms, a double door connecting them. The doors themselves had long been removed, so it was just a relic of when the building served some other purpose. I know it was once a thrift store or something similar, but it had been the adult store for some 15 plus years when I started. The second DVD room is about 35 feet long, and I'm as far from the doors as I could be. I was completely alone in the store. I had my head down, straightening cases on a lower shelf. As I lifted my head, I saw movement out of the corner of my eye. I saw what could be only described as a shadow lean from behind the wall, as if to see what was in that room, or to look at me. I looked back down at what I was doing, Brian not yet finished processing what I'd seen. I did a double take once I realized what happened, but the shadow was gone. I doubted what it could have been. There must be someone in the store. I was sure of it. I couldn't hear the door chime in the back of the room. They must have just come in. I rushed to the front of the store in case I needed to card them and to ensure that they didn't wander anywhere that they shouldn't. But there was no one in the store. I checked everywhere they could have been, but I was alone. I checked the parking lot, but I would have been within earshot of the door chime if they had left already. I kept my back to the walls as best as I could for the rest of the night, in disbelief, but still admittedly shaken. I mentioned it to the store manager in the morning, and tone that suggested I thought it was funny, 
so as to still be taken seriously by my co-workers. Her eyes bugged out, and she mentioned how things are sometimes not where she leaves them. As we were having this conversation, along with the assistant manager who shared an office with her, both of their eyes widened. I asked them what they were looking at, and they pointed behind me. I turned around to see a short filing cabinet with the lower drawer open. Apparently, it just started opening of its own accord while we were talking. That's creepy. Yeah, so imagine being uh, alone in a store. I mean, completely by yourself. And thinking you're seeing people that aren't in the store. Or a shadow figure moving. And then when, when your coworkers come in for the day shift, uh, you're telling them what happened. And they start telling you that, yeah, some things get misplaced or I leave something here and it's moved and then filing cabinets just start opening up at that moment I mean uh I mean when when you think about it uh go do you think it could have been like a ghost I most definitely think it was because yeah it wasn't no demon I mean no one's being haunted really Badly. I mean, it's just misplacing items. So it could be a ghost that was left behind there. So uh, we would like to thank the guys from Midtown Mythos for sharing this story with us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if you'd like to read this story, uh, it is posted on our website, uh, bravethebasement.weebly.com. So now I want to share with you uh, an experience that I had. And then after I read this to you, I'll explain what today's topic is all about. Because I've been telling Blackjack all day long that today's topic is a secret. So I have like no clue. He has zero clue what this is about. No idea whatsoever. So this uh, experience, uh, I posted this on Reddit as well. Um, I titled it, My Great Uncle's Basement. My parents often took me to my great uncle's house. I loved to go because he had an awesome pool table in the basement. The table had the hanging light above it and an automatic ball return. I would spend hours down there playing pool. On the other side of the basement, he had this old truck. The way the house was built, there was a garage door in the basement that led to the outside. Yes, I know that sounds weird, but it is true. The front yard was a lot higher than the backyard. That's how he was able to store this truck inside the basement. When I was little, the truck always scared me. I really never could say why the truck scared me. I just knew it did. I would play pool and every once in a while walk over and peek at the truck from around the corner. I was always too afraid to look inside. When I got older, I was still hesitant to go to the truck. When I would see it, all my childhood fears would come back to me. One day while visiting, I went down to play pool like normal. I shot around for a while and seen the truck from the corner of my eye. I told myself I would finally look inside. And why not? It's just an old truck, and I'm no longer a little kid. It's time to put this silly fear aside and just go look inside the truck. I slowly walked up to the truck. I was careful not to make a noise. 
Why I was so persistent on not making a noise crossed my mind as I walked to the truck. This is silly, I thought to myself. When I reached the truck, I closed my eyes. I started to count down from ten. And once I reached one, I would look inside. Ten. I could do this. Nine. I got this. Eight. Seven. Six. Going to get this over with once and for all. Five. Four. Three. Almost there. Two. One. Eyes open. As I looked from the front of the truck, looking over the hood and through the front window, I could see the inside. All I could see is the seats of the truck. Nothing scary. No monster. No ghost. Nothing. Just the inside of an old truck. I laughed and said out loud, nothing. I was scared all this time of nothing. I couldn't get over how silly and funny this whole thing was. I walked back over to the pool table still laughing at myself. I tried to start playing again, but I just couldn't shake how silly I felt. There was no reason to be afraid of an old truck, I thought. Heck, I can go up to it now. I walked back up to the truck in an almost self-mocking manner. When I made it to the same spot I stood at moments before, I looked inside again. And that's when I seen the skeleton with the bastion skull sitting in the driver's seat. I was 15 years old, and that was the last time I played pool at my great uncle's house. First mistake, you're mocking yourself, okay? You don't mess with that demon stuff, man. I mean, they're going to come out and get you. So you're thinking demon. Demon, I mean, I mean, what else could it be? It can't be a spirit. I know exactly what it is. Okay. What is this? Is this? Is this going to lead us into the secret you've been telling me? Yes. Is it a demon? No. Spirit? No. Lost soul? No. Give you one more. Okay. Uh, let's see. I I have no clue. Try nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Let me explain. Okay. This truck, and actually it's not even a truck. Okay, let's let's start let's start here. Everything I wrote in that story was true to me 100% at the time of writing 3 days ago. Okay. I literally just wrote this. And so the first thing I want to correct on the story is I said it's a truck. It was not a truck. I recently went to my father's house and I asked him what kind of vehicle that was. And he said he doesn't remember if it was a Model A or a Model T. So this was a very old car. Oh, one of those Ford 19. Okay, yeah, the 1928. I don't know. He, he, he wasn't sure. And he he told me that it ran. It was a running vehicle that my great uncle, uh, he, he was a really good mechanic. Um, it was his toy car. Uh, he, he would get it out and drive it. I just happened to never be there uh, when he drove it. So that's the first thing I want to correct about the story. So I said that this was nothing. And I absolutely mean that I seen this skeleton and I seen nothing at the same time. 
How is that possible? Because I blackjack just looked at me like you've lost it. Yeah, you, you're I, bonkers. You're you're okay. So when I was a kid, I went to an amusement park, and this amusement park had two haunted houses. One haunted house you would walk through, and the other you were sitting like in a in a little car that would drive you through the haunted house. And at the very end of the ride, you went into this dark room, and all of a sudden these headlights come on in this big truck, this big old truck with a skeleton sitting in the driver's seat. And I, when I first experienced this ride, I was very young. And when I went over to my great uncle's house and started playing pool in the basement by myself and realized this car, it reminded me of that ride in my subconscious mind. When I finally got old enough to realize how silly this whole thing was that I was always afraid of this car... And I finally went to go look at it. I didn't see anything. And then I walk away. But when I came back, I seen the skeleton that I seen in amusement park ride. In other words, it was all in my mind. Nothing? Really? I'm just like, was that the secret? That's the secret. So, this begs the question. Obviously, this was a pretty scary story for me because I experienced it. And, you know, we talk about all these ghost stories. And, you know, we're on, what, the 17th episode where we went over, I don't know how many ghost stories and rituals and demons and and all these things. And not that I'm not a believer because obviously I am because I've experienced it and I've went on ghost hunts and all that. But sometimes... Just sometimes you got to ask yourself, was it just my mind or did this really happen? Or you can go to this theory. Okay. Maybe if there's some uh, spirit like demon creature can use your memories from the past and create that and the create that object. See, and that's well, and you're on to something here, Blackjack. Something that you're you 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 trying to bring I, up a I, counterpoint. I, I feel like fear itself has access to their uh, to your memories. So is fear a? Uh, a it's, it's like an it's like a door. Fear is a door. Okay, but well, is it is it a an emotion? Is it a supernatural living being? Fear is just, in my own opinion, is just the emotion. So you think it's just an emotion. And but these, what if, just for one second, because you brought this up, what if fear isn't just an emotion? What if it isn't in my head? What if it is in my head? What's scarier, knowing or not knowing? Or think about this, just for the sake of argument, for one second. Let's say ghosts and spirits don't exist. Okay. Then that would suggest that fear is a being. Well, not only that, 
But it would suggest that everything that everyone has ever experienced supernatural is just inside their own head. So are we crazy? Are we really experiencing these things? What is really going on? Or is our brain filling in that something that should be there that or really you, isn't? Or you think should be there, right? So, you know, back to this story, uh, when I when I went on that ride and I seen that skeleton in, in the car, which was obviously just a prop for the ride, and I see this car in my great uncle's basement, my mind told me that that skeleton should be in there. But here's what's wild. I carried that from childhood up until I was about 15 years old. And my mind, even at 15, still placed that skeleton inside that car. So again, my question to you, Blackjack, is when something like this happens, did it just happen inside my mind? Did something paranormal happen? Is it scarier to know what happened? Or is it scarier not to know what happened? So, I do believe there's paranormal. uh, Just from my own belief. And I think not knowing what's going to happen is more scarier than knowing what's going to happen. Yeah, and I happen to agree with you on that. I remember when I was in... um, English class back in high school and I wish I could put it as, as awesome as Stephen King did um, he, he wrote a letter um, to all the kids it was in a textbook um, so he didn't write our class in particular but anyone who was going to be taking that curriculum through that textbook he he had a letter in there and it was talking about creative writing and he's and one of the things that he said in there he said if you have a monster it's on the other side of the door. What is scarier for your audience? To describe the monster before you open the door? Or to let their imagination go crazy with what they think is behind the door? And I always loved that. I always thought that was just fantastic. What if the skeleton was really there? I mean, at the amusement park, maybe your mind was trying to cope with it. And that that is a very, very good question because I actually think that it was because of the ride at the amusement park that linked it to it. And the way of coping with that, seeing that, was just to rationalize why I would have seen that. And that's what makes it scary is you simply do not know. Okay, so I want to give a quick shout-out. Uh, so when I was scrolling through Netflix, I wanted to watch what I wanted. I saw a, a, a show, and it covered the one of, the ep- our, one of our episodes, the elevator game. And they talk about the lady, and they're going to go through the whole scrime and see what really happened. So if you guys can go to Netflix, go find it and check it out. There we go. Oh, they, they're doing a show about the Liza Lamb story. Yep. Oh, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it's all on Netflix right now. All right, so if you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share the show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. 
If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in your other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, Ghoul That Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Till next time. <laughs>